Hi everyone, producer Tom here. You're going to be receiving a lot of information in today's podcast regarding the closure at Sagamore Parkway and South Street. To get alerts and updates on your phone, text Lafayette PD to 888-777. Also, sign up at nextdoor.com and follow us on Twitter at LafayetteINPD. Thanks and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to Inside the Squad, a community outreach podcast brought to you by the Lafayette Police Department in Lafayette, Indiana. Inside the Squad is hosted by Lieutenant Scott Galloway and Specialist Shauna Wainscott of the Community Outreach and Crime Prevention Unit within the department. We discuss all topics related to the day-to-day operations of the Lafayette Police Department, and we feature interviews with officers and other public safety personnel who want to give you an inside look at law enforcement. Our goal is that you find this podcast interesting and informative, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to this edition of Inside the Squad. My name is Scott Galloway. I'm a lieutenant in crime prevention and community outreach, and we are doing a special, very important podcast today on a current event, and that is going to be the uh, complete shutdown of Sagamore Parkway and South Street. And so this is a very important podcast to listen to if you drive in Lafayette. Today, as always, we have Tom Melville, our producer and director of our podcast, Patty Payne. Welcome, Good Patty. Thank you. So if you see anything today that you want to jump in on, Please comment on it because you're uh, very important in this project. And our special guest today is Will Carpenter. We welcome him back to the podcast. He was at our very first podcast because, quite honestly, traffic issues are what we deal with the most here at the police department. So welcome, Will. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. So just jumping off right away here, real quick, what is going on with Sagmar Parkway and South Street? Next Monday, uh, we'll see a complete shutdown of the intersection uh, for the uh, construction of Restore Sagamore, and it'll be a shutdown for 28 days. So um, it's going to be a huge impact for uh, the motoring public, for those people and uh, businesses surrounding the area, and we anticipate that it's going to be a, a stressful time for uh, everybody involved. So if we could just go through this and dissect exactly what's happening and kind of the timeline. So you mentioned it's going to be next Monday, right? Yes. And what are what are some of the project plans? What are they going to do to the, the actual site there that's going to make it inaccessible? Well, I think uh, obviously it's a complete uh, roadway reconstruction. I think they're doing some septic. I think maybe Patty would have a better indication of the scope of the, the construction project. They've been doing construction up to and including the medians and the infrastructure under the roadways on both Sagamore and South Street. Uh, At this point, it's time to tie all that in under the intersection, and so that requires tearing the intersection up. And it's not just our work, but it's, you know, other partners like uh, Duke Energy and uh, the Cable so it's it's a it's a collaboration effort, and everybody's working together to do it at the same time, which means we can have less disruption to the traffic. So it's going to be an improvement that's going to make life better when it's over with. Right, and I think the scope of the project is such that there's you don't have very many opportunities closed down. One of the one of the busiest, if not the busiest, intersection in Lafayette, or even maybe the greater Lafayette area. So uh, when you shut it down, you want to make sure that everything is done, and uh, so you don't have to go back and do it again. So the one thing we we want to impress upon people is that there will be no access to that intersection. It will be completely shut down. So um, there, there's not you know we'll have detours, and we'll post those detours on uh, as many social media outlets as possible. 
possible to let people know uh, the best way to get around. So, uh, but but you will not be able to access that intersection. And you know, it's going to be great improvements, but. For the 28 days of the closure, it's going to be a stressful time, and, and we want to make sure people understand that scope and, and hopefully make plans prior to Monday morning when that shutdown begins. And that's a good point you make for the listeners of this particular podcast. We're going kind of way above and beyond. We don't do this for a normal shutdown of intersection like Twickenham or a smaller street. And the reason is because quite a few vehicles go through there, I imagine. You said it's the biggest um, Intersection, Tippecanoe County. How, do you have an estimate of how many vehicles actually travel through that intersection in a, in a day? On a normal day, they estimate about fifty thousand cars, and that would be for every for each direction on both roadways. So, um, and really, that that is a pretty steady uh, count. We don't they don't have uh, real peaks and valleys throughout the day. So, if you consider a normal workday from that morning rush to the the evening hours, uh, it's a pretty steady flow of traffic. So, um, and, and 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 of course. Along with that, we have a, a you know a lot of businesses that are there that are uh, enjoying the patronage of those motorists, and we also uh, experience things like crashes and, and increased traffic enforcement when we have the increase in traffic flow. So those are all going to be issues that we look at as we uh, uh, approach this this closure, and we try to mitigate as many of the bad things as, as possible. So uh, one you made another good comment was um, the alternate routes are for people that don't live here. Um, if, if I'm a police officer, I've, I know these streets back the back of my hand. I know how to get around stuff without having to go through an intersection to, be, to get there faster. Do you have uh, suggestions for our people that live in Lafayette to avoid this area? We want to impress upon people that it's important they find an alternate route and those detours are going to be very congested and so I think they're going to find a lot of frustrations along those routes with uh, delayed times maybe increasing crashes and so um, the people that are local we really want them to find the alternate route around those detours um, and and to make sure that and it, they should be starting now. They should be, they should not wait until Monday morning or Monday afternoon. If they've waited till Monday morning or Monday afternoon to find that alternate route, it's really too late. So now is the time to start planning ahead and understanding that all those routes in and around that construction area are going to be delayed. And uh, one, we need to make sure that we're being patient and we're respectful to the other motorists and residents around that area. But two, uh, give ourselves a lot of time to get to and from where we're trying to get to. And you also had mentioned um, social media, so that's something that, that we do in community outreach. So we use Nextdoor a lot, we use Twitter, and Nixle. And Nixle might be a good opportunity to get on board with that because those alternate routes might may change. Can you talk a little bit about that? And we, we are encouraging, if you're not on uh, following us on Nixle, if you're not following us on Nextdoor, if you're not following us on Twitter, please now is the time to sign up for those services, making sure that you're keeping uh, uh, up to date because really those are the the quickest and uh, easiest ways to uh, access the information and really it's the easiest way for the police department to contact uh, our public so sign up for those make sure that uh, you're, you're you're keeping up to date on all those uh, issues because you're like you said they may be uh, uh, moving targets you know if we have issues on a roadway yesterday we had some roads that were shut down because of the heavy rainfall you know that we, we ant- try to anticipate those things and what happens if we do have to shut down a road in or around that construction area, those detours might change. You know, uh, what if something were to happen on the interstate and we have to funnel traffic through Lafayette? You know, we, we've experienced that a couple of summers ago. And so um, if that were to happen, surely that would 
can even increase the issues even even more. So uh, find alternate routes, stay up, uh, up to date with all those social media outlets, and be patient. And- I'd also like to put in a plug for our RestoreSagamore.com website. There's an interactive map on there that you can uh, click on to follow the latest detours. That's updated regularly. Uh, we do want to tell the public that we appreciate our community business partners, and we're doing everything we can to maintain access to those businesses. So if you're a local driver and you know that you want to get to Steak and Shake, go ahead and start your trip. You're going to get there. It might take you a couple extra turns, but you're going to get there. And um, so this is going to happen, like death and taxes, it's going to happen. Improvements are good things because that means our community is growing. Uh, there's infrastructure to build and maintain and make things better. And ultimately, you'd mentioned at the very beginning, but I want to remind people, when does this end? When will this project end or potentially get end? Right now, it's scheduled for a 28-day closure. Um, so, of course, that, that could always change, but right now it's scheduled for a 28-day closure. And we want to remind people to hit Nextdoor, Nixel, Twitter on our uh, social media to make sure you get updates. And we are also doing outreach to um, any business along there, factories that would get deliveries, uh, car dealerships, making sure that those larger vehicles, um, the businesses that, that receive deliveries from larger vehicles know to alert those drivers um, different routes. Is that something that you have planned, uh, coordinated with with another group here at the outreach division, right? And, and with help of your office, uh, we we will make contact with as many of those businesses, and especially the factories that have large amounts of people coming and going at those uh, 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 start and end times of their shifts. Like you said, deliveries, and uh, also uh, making contact with businesses making them understand the scope of the project, understand what that might entail for their um, businesses and how they might uh, prepare to mitigate as many of those negatives that uh, they can possibly mitigate while still being open and uh, welcoming to as many of those uh, uh, patrons as possible. We, we don't want to push people away from those businesses. We want to make sure that they thrive, but uh, we, we understand there's going to be some some negatives that they're going to experience, and we'll try our best to mitigate those even if we can't be an enforcement presence or if we can't be in a, a presence for uh to provide you know whatever they need we, we try to provide them information so we'll continue to provide information thanks will good luck to you in this project i know you got a heavy load here for the next 28 days or so i hope it goes smoothly and it gets done in 28 days or maybe sooner if we get lucky right patty right all right so that closes it out for today if anybody uh listening to this wants to pass this along to a neighbor or a friend please do teach them how to uh, listen to podcasts. A lot of our listeners um, hear the word podcast and are immediately turned off. They like to use Nextdoor or more of the traditional. Podcasts are easy to download. Um, we'd like to get main ears on as possible, for, especially for this big project and current events. So thanks, Tom, for producing our, our show. And thanks, Patty, for chiming in and being our director. And we'll see you next time on Inside the Squad. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inside the Squad from the Lafayette Police Department in Lafayette, Indiana. Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe for new ones on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question for the show, you can email it to podcast at lafayette.in.gov or connect with us on Nextdoor, Twitter, and on our website, lafayettepolice.us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Inside the Squad. Inside the Squad.